Enjoy the show. Triforce. Brother and wonderful woman tried to rule the universe. Really? Cardboard Kelly gets out of line and old man slaps him with his purse. Stick figure titans. I think we have an indie game title. <laughs> you have like Tom Hanks there like, Hey gang, do you know your Sith Lords? Oh, I was just trying to consolidate the order. And uh, you know, Why that's exactly how he saved an entire planet from being eviscerated. But that's for another podcast. It is for another podcast. We're going to start up podcast number 162, Electric Boogaloos, of the Triforce podcast. I, of course, am one Matthew Bucherill, the Matt Man, and to my left is Christopher Bristow, the old man, and in the projector box is one all the way from Thermoscara, Katarina Thermoscara, the wonderful woman, and the omnipotent presence that is Big Brother, the producer of the podcast, always chiming in. (laughs) Completely (laughs) believable. See? We know how to sell it here. We sell them like hotcakes over here at PJANDWH.com where you're going to find all of the greatest and latest podcasts like number 161 Lugnuts Podcast, Acura Shod Nido Storage Box. And it was, in fact, a Nido storage box. You're also going to find find part four of Perdangers and Wallhangers Let's Play with the Perdangers and Marvel's Avengers. And we are continuing continuing with our journey that is the story of Kamala Khan. Kamala Khan, excuse me. And we might actually see her out in the news later on, you know. But we just have to start off this podcast the same way that we always do, which is Tonight, Marvel found their God! It's Electro, Boogie Woogie Woogie, <laughs> New Steve DLC, not Big Brother, New, new Spider Man, who dis and more on the Triforce podcast. And of course, we, did we hop story. over to the first story of the night, which is Microsoft teams up with an unlikely partner, which is Funimation for a premium deal. So last Friday had some new uh, some good news for subscribers to Xbox Game Pass Unlimited. The subscribers will now get two free months of Funimation subscription plan. Giving you access to literally thousands of hours of anime to binge. But you have to do it before October 25th of next month. So you have that. I like that because you can get My Hero Academia, you can get, you know, Black Clover, uh, One Piece, all of your the, the new uh, Inuyasha spinoff. Inuyasha, yeah. It's coming out on Funimation. You can get it on your Xbox. So that's a gigantic bundle. I said that was close enough. Yeah. But. The main thing that they point out here in the article is that, uh, one, is that, yeah, My Hero Academia, Black Clover, Naruto, Plunderer, 
and Radiant are titles that you can get. But anime is an incredible power with uh, po- incredibly popular, not power, incredibly popular with games, and they will share a unique sensibility that makes the gr- uh, for a great market partnership. Teaming up with Xbox is a great way for gamers to satisfy their love for both gaming and anime. So, you know, watch out for that one, man. It's uh, it's definitely cool. Um, My Hero Academia, your kids have watched it. I've watched it, loved it, Black Clover, all this. Anime is just a different form for a different story. One which clearly has a deeper meaning and it goes and comes in many different forms. Speaking of which, the Heroes Rising Blu-ray comes out next month. I loved Heroes Rising. And the, the both movies for My Hero Academia were sensational. I love them. We only got to watch two heroes. We never watched Heroes Rising yet, but I wanted well, to get that on Blu-ray. So. Oh, maybe I saw that online. Another thing I saw online. Well, that's this next story, which is a little bit of Batman in your life. Spotify's first exclusive DC Comics podcast, Bruce Wayne or Batman Unburied, explores Bruce Wayne's psychology. Hmm. Yeah, the narrative podcast will explore the darker aspects of Bruce Wayne's psychology and will debut in 2021. March Gervais says, "You animaniacs, we are He's crazy wacko. to the max." I'm Yakko. Yakko packs with the snacks while the president plays the sax. Can't say any more because copyright Amy acts. Big Brother and Wonderful Woman tried to rule the universe. Really? Cardboard Kelly gets out of line and Old Man slaps him with his purse. Huh? <laughs> Linky Fanny chases, pack. Linky chases Blazer <laughs> <laughs> while the squirrels sing a verse. I have a script. I refer. I refuse to read. Why bother to rehearse? So now that we have that out of the way, let's talk more about Batman, which is where we got. I don't know where. where did, oh, Mark. Right. Thanks, Gotti. Thanks, buddy. Um, and Gotti. Uh, no other details are known at this point. Besides, it's going to be something where you analyze. So Bruce, actually, Bruce something to the story. I'm enjoying a different way of telling these comics. So it, it just adds to. Like uh, the medium mm. that comics and and the culture that's surrounding it, and it's getting a, a new life. Yeah. However, David S. Goyer, the screen screenwriter behind Christopher Nolan's Batman Begins, will be executive producing the podcast. Also, he came up with the idea behind the story. So. This story follows on the heels of Pandora and SiriusXM signing deals with Marvel Comics to release exclusive podcasts on both platforms. So that's really big for, once again, DC to be playing catch-up because Marvel already had Wolverine the Longest Night. They had a bu- you know not a bunch, but they had a couple things in the works there to where, really, I think all of them are just trying to catch up to Doctor Who with Big Finish. Yeah, I could see that. You know, I mean, all of them are trying to get up to that level. Cat, you know as well as I do that Big Finish, there's a buttload of audio dramas and novels of Doctor Who that well people love to go into. Hundreds, I would say. Yeah. And now, I do like a little audio drama, narrative drama of Batman going into his psychology, but it's so, essentially, if you just go through each one of his villain, villains, you'll get there eventually anyway. It's not, it's not that complicated. No. Batman stuff. 
My parents were murdered. That's what causes Bad the guy to dress up. Just like that meme with the, with the Riddler with like, what has two two holes and it's in an alley. It's like my parents. Sorry, <laughs> man. Sorry. <coughs> that is that is a good one. But he's probably the most useless villain ever. <laughs> one person who isn't useless is this next story. We are going to Black Adam uh, because they have found their Hawkman. So this is your Hawkman here. Uh, Aldous Hodge is in uh, final negotiations to play Hawkman in the Black Adam. Um, <clears throat> he was good in um, leverage on Yes, TNT. yes. Uh, he'll be joining Dwayne Johnson and Noah Centrino. Uh, Hodge has appearances in... Uh, Let's see. Hidden Figures, Straight Out of Compton, City on the Hill, Star Trek, Short Treks, Black Mirror, which Mm -hmm. I loved him in Black Mirror, Turn, Washington Spies, Leverage, and more. So he's... Uh, he has a nice body of work. I think he's a solid actor that could really dominate in, Haw- uh, in Hawkman. He will play Carter Hall, the archaeologist who is the reincarnation of an Egyptian prince. <laughs> Thank you. But that's the name of the character. I actually like him as the pick because he loves the he loves like comics and and the the culture behind it and the minutia behind yeah. it. It's, like, it's always nice when they're already a fan. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, so as a member of the Justice Society of America, Hawkman has fought alongside Atom Smasher, Centrino, as well as Dr. Fate and Cyclone, who are yet to be cast. So we'll have to see if this one will go out. Uh, Warme Colette Sarah directs, and Roy Haynes, Sorab Nashrivani, and Adam Sakil wrote the screenplay, which is set to open December 2021. So I'd like to see where this Black Adam goes. I especially have to give you since a pat on the back for that. That was okay. I that nearly had an that aneurysm, was okay. but you'd know around about who I was talking about. But yeah. I'm excited to where they're going with this. You have the Justice Society of America. You have Black Adam. And now there's also rumors that Henry Cavill is going to show up in the post credit scene okay. setting up Black Adam versus Superman, which should be fantastic. Just... Henry Cavill versus Dwayne Johnson is just amazing in its own right. Yeah. yeah. And then you add the fact that they're playing these two massive polarizing figures in DC. Mm-hmm. That's just it's awesome like in itself. It's like the DC version of Clash of the Titans. Yeah. But better. You're getting a runoff version in November. They're bringing uh, Iron Mask to DVD and video on demand. Okay. That, that was the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jackie Chan. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's a watered down version, but you know. You're like, oh yeah. Yay. That okay. All right. I'll tell you one thing that's better than okay. That's this next story, because Marvel has finally cast their live action Kamala Khan. Scroll down, and we see the actress herself, which is Iman Velen, Veleni, Veleni. So, she's a complete unknown. She has literally not acted one day in her life, and now she's going to be in one of the most pivotal roles in DC's future. You have one job. No pressure. (laughs) You know? 
don't Marvel Avengers, the game. Really, really solid Kamala Khan. Really love the her as a, you know the voice actress and the face and everything. They, I love what they did com- well, with Kamala Khan, actress. and I think that there's a lot of pressure on her because now there is a set image of Kamala Khan through the comics and now video game, and now we're getting a live action medium. There's a lot of pressure, but I think there could, there's a lot of promise here as well. There, you you know, you just got to give her the Marvel treatment. Yeah, so you know. Lara Bailey is the one that does the voice acting for Kamala Khan in Avengers. Mm-hmm. So she was doing um, voice acting in Last of Us 2, Last of Us 1, Uncharted. She's got a bunch of credits. So I wouldn't want to do a comparison for this person to compare to someone who's a seasoned veteran. Right, right. But... I would also want her, like, there are chances she could suit up before the series debuts in the title film, slated for a restaurant. Uh, she could come out in a different title film, the untitled one, mm. which is going to be around when they're shooting for the, the Disney Plus series. So she yeah. could appear on there to set up the Disney Plus, and then subsequently being obviously Captain Marvel's sequel. Yeah, I just don't want I just don't want the game to overshadow and have the fans expect a certain performance. Production is set to begin sometime 2020. Um, they're thinking maybe November uh, to get that up and running. So we're going to be getting stuff with Kamala Khan. They're going to be getting the process of this. You have your Kamala Khan. You have your uh, She-Hulk mm-hmm. with Tatiana uh, Maslani. That's two solid actresses that I think could really propel Marvel forward. Now we need, you know, a, a couple more to solidify the future of Phase Four because I'm really sold on what they have shown us and what we're getting. So I really have a lot of faith in this casting with Miss Marvel. I'm cautiously optimistic. They've brought us unknowns before that yeah. have just donked it, so that's why you have to trust the casting that Marvel does. Mm-hmm. They have a documentary on it on Disney Plus if you haven't seen it. It's in I really like the ca- uh, the cast of Runaways, and I don't know how what their portfolios before they. Get I that. thought you were going to say Cake, which who doesn't love Cake? Cake's great. You know what I can go but for it's a right lot now? Of cake. I can go for some Cake. Mm-hmm. Avengers Cake. Idea. That's what I could go for. Oh. Embiggen, and the cake just gets bigger. Don't eat it, it's Kamala. Don't. Cannibalistic cake? Huh? Huh? No one? Okay, I'll keep that to myself. How about the next story? It's like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Well, there's going to be a whole lot more motherfuckers in the next story, which is (laughs) Samuel L. Jackson, motherfucker. (laughs) He is getting his own Disney Plus spinoff series, Nick Fury. (laughs) Disney Plus series, who doesn't want to see that? I will enjoy the shit out of this one. Oh, yeah. Now, details are still slim at this point, but we do know that Samuel L. Jackson will be reprising his role as Nick Fury for the series. It's in early stages and has yet to be formally ordered at two series. Kyle Bradstreet, best known for his writing on Mr. Robot, is also said to be on board as writer and executive producer for the series. So, Mr. Robot, especially the first season, fantastic. You get a solid writer like that involved with Nick Fury with Sam Jackson's talent, that has a lot of promise. Yeah. I would like to see Maria Hill in that as well. Yeah. Get Maria Hill. Now, do you make it post-Captain Marvel? 
do you make it where has Nick Fury fucking been? Like, where do you take start this series? Do you segue from Agents of Shields ending? Mmm. Do no, you even you bring that up? Really? Because they treated it as its own universe up until the very end season finale. They were like, <laughs> now they're in it. And that was it. Like, so, so that's, that's probably the reason why they did it. Just spoiler alert, by the way. I um, would prefer something current over like another prequel situation because yeah. that wig worked for the one movie, and that's it. Didn't they do the like the CGI for his face with him and Clark Gregg? They kind of like yeah, they they you know made him younger. And just like uh, uh, original Ant Man in the movie, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas, yes, they made him look really young. And when it, what was it, Infinity War, when they were going yeah. back in time, really, like, really oh, young, yeah. like pre like yeah, that thro- would take the budget young. way. The budget would. But I really want to see think this, man. That kind of budget. Just the espionage of Nick Fury always seems like he's so fucking busy. Show me what he's so fucking busy about. Like, show me why you only see like two seconds of him in anything. Give me a full series of like, what is a serious day in Nick Fury's mind? Like, yeah, 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 I get it, Iron Man. Hold the fuck on. Motherfucker. I got somebody exploding in another nebula that's going to cause our planet to vaporize. Tell Give me a minute. Man. It's probably Stop. like, Iron Man, hold on. Give me a minute. You don't have to change the color on the spreadsheet? <laughs> yeah. It may be something trivial. <laughs> so William Pace says, hi, cat. Um, but I really like the chances of what's going on here for a solid series to Disney Plus, just like we're getting Ms. Marvel, mm-hmm. She-Hulk, Moon Knight. There's a lot of stuff coming out that way. One thing that's coming out soon is the next story, which is Spider-Man 3, but it has somebody that you never thought you'd see again. One Jamie Foxx is returning as Electro to Spider-Man 3. Um... Do you want them to keep that look? I think they need to change this look, but the they bring it back to OG Electro, and then go on to what they've done with Electro to making him kind of like Lady Shock uh, in DC, or what was her name? Live? What the fuck? The DJ that turned into live electricity? Oh, I can't. I can't remember. It was like Lady Shock or some shit like that. But I think she it was they, Lady Shock. Yeah, they changed her him to kind of like have that electronic thing but in the OG like animated Spider-Man series he just had like a fucking you know yellow pantyhose on his face with like some earmuffs (laughs) and some shocker gauntlets you know give me that and by the end of the movie have him turn electric and that would be dope you know make it make a classic nod to the comics while still having its own little yeah Yeah, like they did in Luke Cage. Livewire. Thank you, William Pace. I knew there was something with that. Livewire was her name. Thank you. He also says he's getting those snakes off them shield planes. (laughs) 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 Very nice. Ultimate wall janger of the week right there, William Pace. So uh, I like him as uh, an Electro. I think that that just makes... Spider-Man three even stronger, especially with rumors. And they can actually you get do Electro and Craven. Ooh, they can do Jamie Fox justice because the the Electro yeah. that we got didn't live up to. I like Project Power. 
I thought it had its plot holes, yeah. but I thought I liked it. I thought it was generally very pleasant. And I think Jamie Foxx with superpowers, absolutely. Yeah, I just want I I want that's my campaign. MCU I'm character on. for Jamie Foxx to give like be done justice. So. Yeah, yeah, and he I think he has the chops to do it because he's playing Michael Tyson. There you go. Done. He's playing done. Iron just Mike done. Tyson in a biopic. Yeah, he can be Electro. Stay as jacked as Mike, though. Stay a, stay that jacked and just go into that, that as Electro. Carry that over. Carry it over. Please, you know, carry it over. John Watts will continue uh, to direct the film for his third Watts installment. Electro. And uh, he will have most of the supporting cast returning to the uh, film as well. So Marvel has not commented on this, but He's in final talks, so they wouldn't comment yet. Right. They might not let you know until they're. I think Marvel's keeping a lot of things very close to their vest or their suit or pants, back pocket, you know, wherever you keep things close to you. I don't know. Or your wallet. Um, but. Nano mesh. One thing they're keeping close to their persons is the next story, which is. What do they have in plan for Keanu Reeves? Now, Keanu Reeves is reportedly being eyed for multiple roles, okay? Rumors are swirling around which role he will end up getting, but it is reported that he is eyed for both Moon Knight and both the Johnny Blaze version of Ghost Rider. I think he would be a better Moon Knight. I don't know, man. I'm really siding towards Johnny Blaze. Johnny Blaze in the MCU? Oh, man. You get all... Work your way up to, like, Cosmic Ghost Rider. You could bring Robbie Reyes back and have, like, a buddy cop, you know, Ghost Rider thing with them, too. He's teaching him the ropes of how to be a Ghost Rider. That could be the second movie. The first one's like just him causing hell. Chips, but Ghost Riders. Yes, (laughs) Ghost Rider chips, chip riders, chip riders. (laughs) Yes, I love that. I love them. Hey, Disney, Ghost Chips. Call Call us. us. Hey, call us. Call us. Yeah, and they could do it. They they could do a cross promotion with the Ghost Pepper Challenge with the potato chip. There you go. (laughs) So, Moon Knight had a scooper revealed that they were pretty much a blind casting call of what they were looking for, which was the person of 50 to 60 years of age, which Keanu Reeves is in. He's 56, so he's right in that age range. They're looking for to play a specter, Um, but he He does fit the bill. All right, wait. How can you make this casting call seem... Like we want other people other than here. Now, here's the thing. This story that we're on, which is YouTuber Wartu, uh, claims that I'm hearing from very good sources that he's actually in line to be Johnny Blaze. But who actually knows, you know, with the actor's schedule and what will line up by the time of shooting. So there's yeah, a lot of different ways that you can. The you casting know, agent get that. is sitting there. Is, um, is John Smith here? Yeah. Is Dan Williams here? Is Steve White here? Nope. Is Keanu Bueller. Reeves? Oh, come on again, Keanu. Bueller. Um, but I really think that I, my vote is with Johnny Blaze, ultimately. As much as I'd like to see him get immediately moved in as Moon Knight, because he's a person they already had... 
Give me like, give me somebody else who's a little bit off, you know, a little bit unhinged. Give me like Michael Michael J. White as Moon Knight. There you go. I mean, give me somebody a little bit unhinged in that role because he's supposed to be not quite that. (laughs) Yeah, not Gary Gary Busey. Busey. That's kind of like keep those ideas for the end of the podcast. We're doing the Legion of Doom (laughs) in nerd casting today, so. I yeah, really think Michael that J. White as the go. Moon Knight because he has what he, well, he has a, a a martial arts background. He's heavy into MMA. Mm-hmm. He's you know he's he's got those like direct to movie DVDs. Like he kind of needs his his um, career. He would be awesome in the MCU. Just find a character that he could be in. <laughs> Which well, is that's what they've been trying to do with Keanu Reeves is just to get him in a role. Now, while, yes, he may fit as Moon Knight, I think he works better with Johnny Blaze and Nick Cage. Um, I mean, get Nick Cage in there for Moon Knight, honestly. I like that. That's a good he idea, William. I like that. Nick Cage? He loves playing superheroes. Remember when they, they wanted him to be Superman? There is a rumor that they're trying to sign him on to be Superman in the Flash movie, which I wholeheartedly agree. Long like, hair. Superman. You're not getting Christopher Reeves because uh, he's dead. So get yes, you know, is, get the Superman. Oh, look at Ash. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah get Caitlyn Jenner. I don't give a fuck. Get me a Superman in that bitch. You know? Get me like um, uh, Jake Garrick or uh, on Flash, the guy who was the original Flash on TV. Get him in there, John Wesley Stubbs. Yeah, he's coming back for season seven. Get him in on this movie too. Fuck it, we'll make this a Flashpoint to remember. Giggity, um, you can make that a giggity. Sure. One thing you may be giggiting is the next story, which is Lucasfilm reportedly wants to bring. Darth Bane to the Star Wars live action universe. Cool. Darth Bane, if you Without don't know, was the, he was the Sith who made the rule of two. There would only be a master and an apprentice at In one the time. new world order. In the new Sith order, there will only be two. All else should be slaughtered, even children and babies and even puppies. Not cats, though. It's bad luck to kill cats. (laughs) He's sensible. He's not crazy. So, according to We Got This Covered Scooper insider Daniel Reitman, uh, the claim that one of the countless names of uh, the extensive Star Wars back catalog rumored to go through the live-action treatment will, in fact, be Darth Bane. This is the you whole reason love. I you this. Just, uh, you're just going to keep on doing the rest yeah. of the podcast. Yeah, no. Just put an uh, octopus on your face it. and call it a day. This is why I added it in here, just so I could keep doing the Darth Bane thing. But arguably, one of the most important uh, figures in the Evil Order's history. So he made the rule of two because there were way too many Sith just killing way too many motherfuckers. So then, Lightning rule of two, kill everybody besides him and one other guy. And then that's how we got down to Darth Sidious. 
Darth Bane, I, I choose think, you. I don't think that's the best way to build a corporation. Now, Kathleen Kennedy has already stated that future the movies and TV awesome. shows will be widening the scope to cover the entire Star Wars timeline. And this is right up the alley of that. So I really like exploring Darth Bane. It's a thousand years, so we're pre-Master Yoda. He probably dies, and Master Yoda's coming right out the end, you know? And uh, I really I like the idea of this. You know, the idea that Darth Bane getting his own live action movie, we already saw him in that. Shit, give me like a little mini series. A limited. Disney Plus limited edition. A limited run series. series. That would be good. That way you could really, you know, get to know your Sith Lords. You know, you have like Tom Hanks there, like, hey, gang. Do you know your Sith Lords? And then, you know, Darth Revan, Darth Bane, Darth Sidious. You have all, all the Darths and shit, you know. Just have them all sit here. And really, I was misunderstood. I was just trying to consolidate the order. And, you know, I don't understand it, Tom. I don't. The revised order. I, re- I really like Darth Bane interviewed by Tom Hanks and yes, uh, William Pace, I do go to We Got Discovered because every once in a while the broken clock is right but mainly, they just have really interesting shit to talk about another interesting thing to talk about would be the next story, which is Conan the Barbarian is getting a Netflix show live action or, or live action Okay. well, they have the they have the rights for both I'm, I'm so they can do they can do either, but uh, Netflix has a series in development based on Robert Howard's uh, you know pulp character adapted over the past ninety years by Marvel Comics Arnold Schwarzenegger and others. Um, Netflix gets an exclusive option to acquire and adapt uh, the rights to Conan uh, Conan's literary form and. They could either be live adaptations or anime adaptations. No word on a release date, but, you know, I mean, this is Netflix once again. Is this kind of a fuck you to Marvel? Because they had Conan the Barbarian, you know, comics for fucking, like, from the 80s to 95, man. And I remember the cartoon series back in the 90s, yeah. like 90 to 94. Conan, the adventurer, warrior without fear, he is stronger than any man, the mightiest of warriors No, not is that he. one. It was a different Conan. <laughs> that, that one. I just remember that theme song. But uh, that was the one, I think it was 97. I don't know. It was right in 97 was a block. little bit more campy. That's the way, the way you remembered it, sir. But I remember that theme song. I like this, though, man. Give it the Netflix treatment and uh, just uh, get the best kind of mythos on there. Do it like you did The Witcher. And uh, really, just you got to have a good writer and director on that. They made successful games, especially with the MMO series. They did uh, Conan Exiles, and I think they had another one, Conan uh, the Unconquered, which just came William out. says you should do a King Conan series. Very true. There's a lot of different ways that you could take this, so I think that there's a lot of room there to breathe. Cat's obviously sitting right next to a truck. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm having all sorts of audio problems right now. It's okay. Either that or there's a grizzly bear sleeping right next to you. Um, <laughs> tell you one person that is about there was been spotted. He's about the size of a grizzly bear. It's the next story, but you won't see him coming because the man himself, John Cena, is reportedly eyed for Duke Nukem. It was reported a while ago that he was doing it, but this was pretty much a we're going to set our feelers out there and see if he's still eyed for it. Yeah. Who else would you get for that, though? You know what I mean? Wow. uh, You couldn't get anybody better fitting than John Cena. Batista. Tom Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to get the eyes from Katarina when she pops back. (coughs) Uh, yeah, I think. I, think I mean, Hugh good. Jackman could pull off because he has the look. Um, yeah, but I mean, John Cena—he meets the physical build criteria. You know, he's looks just like you. Look at that; it practically looks like John Cena. So mm-hmm. this is just a—it's a dummy move, right? Because you already saw th- the success that uh, you know they had with Sonic the Hedgehog. Because that was Paramount as well. Mm-hmm. Now this is another Paramount property that they're kicking tires on. Like they're just sitting on their hands on this one. And I think that you bring a great live action John Cena, Duke Nukem Forever, or you know whatever you want to call it. Have him Deadpool esque with his over macho, you know, over macho, over over hero, uh, heroic like '90s hero syndrome kind of shit. Man, that could be a really great. Um, William Pace says Batista is terrible. <laughs> so I'm assuming he is going to be agreeing with me with the, you know, John Cena is Duke Nukem. It just makes sense, you know? it. It's one of those fits that it just fits right in place. Like, yes, this is something you should have on your resume that you did and you did well. Because you just, you have John Cena in the main role, all you need is a good director and a good writer right there. And you're you know, set. You know who would be able to do it with with a little posh if he was, you know, maybe 30 years younger? Ric Flair. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. We're talking John Cena, and he said if it was 20 years ago, Ric Flair could have done a good Duke Nukem. And we said, Woo! Who's the guy in the uh, wrestler? He could. Cena or JBL? What, Mickey Rourke? Sure. Mickey Rourke has the build, and he certainly meets like, the face. He could. Sure. Uh, What Mickey Rourke are we talking about? Are we talking Mickey Rourke in The Wrestler? Because... Are we talking Mickey Rourke in like uh, like Iron Iron Man Man 2? Mickey Rourke. (laughs) (laughs) He couldn't be a better... You know, he couldn't be a better Duke Nukem than... Him and Domino was good, I will say. I mean, okay, but not him and Iron Man 2. Good lord. What was that? Duke Nukem that just got its face punched in? (laughs) What about Sam Jones? Hello, Hang on. Hello, yeah. Sam Jones. No, no, I take that. I immediately take that back. You mean yeah. Ben Affleck, right? He'd be great. I don't know. It's Pop a blonde wig on him. Brad Pitt no. would be a good one. Uh, good Duke Nukem if he hit the gym. If he got the, you know. Fuck it, Tom Hardy. 
<laughs> Why not? Just a go-to. Just add Tom Hardy. You know, because... So. All right. What about Arnold Schwarzenegger's son? I don't know what he looks like. What, Boea? That's his last that's name? name? Or the one that he had with the maid. Yeah, that's Boea. Is oh. that his name or is that a son? That's his last name. That's I the, thought that was the sound system. <laughs> Buy uh, the Boea sound speaker on Amazon today. Uh, Never get a <laughs> Never get a better no quality way. speaker. But you think of brands. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I like that as just a movie premise to where they got Sonic right. I think you can get Duke Nukem right because it's an easy enough premise. It's just like a 90s action film because that's what you want to see at the end of the day. Is a lot of American flag, a lot of explosions, a lot of gold and you know rockets and guns and you know pig men. I think we need to go to the next story. We're on the verge of political here. (laughs) It's just an American dream. Another thing that is a dream, it must be because Super Smash Brothers Unlimited is adding yet another. Xbox owned character. So you can go down to the story below, but game director uh, Masahiro Sakuri reveals the next DLC fighter for the game is none other than Steve! That's so exciting. Not Big Brother. Oh. Uh, Steve from Minecraft. (laughs) When did they do that? Is he going to have the red beard? Yeah. Um, no, Big Brother is not getting into Smash Brothers, unfortunately. Um, but Steve from I Minecraft what is. primary attack would be. From uh, Minecraft and uh, also other Minecraft characters are going to be alternative skins, such as Alex, Zombie, and Enderman. So you're going to have them in there. The action-packed trailer shows us that Mario is in the middle of a fight with characters who are already on the Smash Brothers lineup roster. He is then knocked into seemingly another dimension. This is not an Xbox-owned character. This is a Microsoft-owned character owned by Mojave, which is also on the So it's the same company. So... He is then confronted by none other than Steve, not Big Brother. As the trailer goes on, the fans can see how uh, various Minecraft quirks will be placing uh, blocks, eating meat, and more. uh, Being integrated into the Super Smash Bros. gameplay. No release date, uh, but they did say to stay tuned for October 3rd for more info. But, you know, a lot of interesting mechanics in the whole Super Smash Brothers. It it seems weird, but I, I'll allow it. I kind of accept that. I think that's kind of cool, having a Minecraft character in there, along with Sonic and, you know, <laughs> Samus and Mario and all the other characters, Bowser and Banjo-Kazooie, and you have all these different characters in there just beating the shit out of each other. Why not? Well, I think that's a good idea. I think it's a good addition. You know, Minecraft's already on the Switch, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, uh, you got Zombie Man there. He spawns in. So you got a lot of different things that you can go with. Whoa, which whoa, whoa. Luigi's there? I'm in. Okay. And yeah, Enderman. Kind of looks like Slender Man, but that's a different thing. <laughs> but that's a different thing. But, you know, little meat little rain under your head but there's definitely going to be rain in the next story which is Ubisoft did a little something 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 
Yeah, Ubisoft revealed the Assassin's Creed Valhalla story trailer. So, uh, yeah, right there. So, uh, the new trailer puts a focus on Eivor and his longtime friend, Sigrid, who seems to not... Igor, get the bag. Oh, Igor. Okay. You get the brand. I got the brunette. Um, Evor. Like Evor is the name. Evor and Sigrid, uh, who seem to be the leader of the clan. Sigrid tells the clan they can't stay in Norway, but they must push forward to England. I mean, you're in a shithole. You might as well get at least someplace a little bit better. Yeah, we um, know how that feels, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is where their new home awaits. When uh, they get there, they look at the various locations. Ivor, get the bags, will be visiting and various kings and factions that they'll take up residence. And uh, we hear more narration from Ivor who says that he will do whatever it takes to make England his clan's home. He then says the Saxons thirst for Norse blood and then says, So let's give them the taste, brothers! Miss my island. It's pronounced Island. <laughs> this guy. Um, the narration towards the end of the trailer sees something more of an ominous saying, saying these conquests have given you a home, but there is much more to this land, Ivor. A darkness unseen, an unknowable threat, one bound to England's destiny. That means the game will be so long you'll never finish it. (laughs) I kind of thought he was alluding to the Templars. Look, Ivor likes it. It's England. Here you go. Look, Ivor, he likes it. Um, but no, I kind of saw it as it, he's just teasing like the whole. See, you can't copyright something that's thirty years old. The copyright expires. You gotta have Utrud. Son of Utrud. A Bebenba. You know, it'd, you like, it'd be a nice nod. You just have Uhtred there trying to conquer Bebenbur. He could be a side quest, and you just got to help him conquer Bebenbur. <laughs> I'd allow it. He he could help you on a side quest or be a side quest. Sorry. He would he's be a, a side, side quest. Okay, he sort of runs the side quest. Yeah. You know, you just run into Uhtred, and he's like, my homeland has been taken from me. Bebenbur, I must get it back. And you're like, fuck it. Why not, dude? Let's hop out. Yeah, let's go. What other motivation do you need when you're playing that? Like, I was looking for something to do anyway. Sure. And you'd be like, sure, why not? I'm in the area. It seems like I'll get a little stabby stab in time. (laughs) Why not? The quest quest goals are give him a pep talk. (laughs) Utrid, look, I know every single woman you meet ends up dying, but there's one out there that won't die before you, bud. Uh, Thanks. Um, kind of but mate, that's less murdery. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> less murdery, mate. Less murdery. But Looks one on thing that. that is not less murdery, but just as wanted, is the next story because Mass I Effect trilogy remastered, reportedly coming next year. So, the much rumored remake is supposedly known. For 
uh, as Mass Effect Legendary Edition and will launch either 2021 instead of this October. According to the Games Beat, people familiar with the development, said developer BioWare and publisher Electronic Arts, are holding off releasing the bundle of the mass original game, Mass Effect. According to Games Beat, the sources say that it doesn't live up to the quality of the rest of the package. They go on to say that based on the graphical and gameplay differences between Mass Effect and Mass Effect 2, releasing the bundle without paying ample attention to the original game's mechanics and visuals would make for a poor first impression for new players. I kind of like that. Push it off until you get all of them right, and now all of them will be great and a nice remaster because really it was just a change in your lasers were ultimate or unlimited in the first one to where it was a, a cooldown time. You didn't yeah. have a set number count. Yeah, and all your ammunition. Minor gameplay differences bes- between there, but that was the major yeah, major one. How you did the powers and how yeah. they were in, you know, you know. They really refined it in two and three, but the multiplayer is not coming back for three. That's the it's, downside for me. Yeah, neither company has gone publicly commenting on this matter. Rumor goes that yeah, you won't get multiplayer from the Mass Effect three, um, but it wasn't that good anyway. Um, it will just be the remastered trilogy, but it will include all DLC for all three games. So, how are they going to incorporate like the uh, the the things, the items that you had to get, and the planetary missions that you had to get your percentages up on the multiplayer in order to transition to the single player? They're just going to avoid that, and they're going to remaster the bitch, and you're going to buy it, eat it, and love it. I'll wait for you to buy it. Spend the money and you're gonna enjoy the process and they'll give us your money. I or made I this game and you're gonna like it, goddammit! Or, or I can play it now on the Xbox One because it is no. backwards compatible. Right. And have shitty ass graphics. And two is and still remember awesome God. and enhanced. Ugh. Ugh. Two it's got not H D remastered. Doesn't have to be HD remastered for me. It does. Enjoy it. It does. does. I'll tell you one thing I will enjoy. I will enjoy this next story, which is a new Cyberpunk 2077 trailer featuring none other than the man himself. You know him. You love him. We were just talking to uh, talking about him, not talking to him. Oh God, I'd love to talk. Breathtaking. Scroll on down and you'll find the new trailer. But Keanu Reeves is in this new Cyberpunk trailer. He is narrating the new trailer on the how to seize. What makes someone a criminal? Other side. There you go. And then full screen that bitch. Um, well, not getting caught is the answer to that. But Keanu Reeves is narrating the new trailer on how to seize the day in Night City while Billie Eilish plays in the background. And, uh. Fries are done. No, the bad guy. (laughs) Uh, While Billie Eilish plays in the background and has fans clamoring for more. Just over a month left until you can get your grubby little paws on this. The game launches November 19th, 2020 on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Also being available on the Series X and X. As well as the PS5 on launch. Well, not on launch. After and free upgrade for the from current gen to to uh, new gen. So, yeah. So when you do eventually buy the new gen, you'll have this butte waiting for you. So, Cyberpunk. It's one of them games you know you're going to get. You know, CD Projekt Red. 
you know, Witcher Three was absolutely fantastic and, and extraordinarily long. Giggity. But Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven saying it's not as long. That's why you soft pad. But it's got a lot of girth. And it's got a lot of side play missions. <laughs> That's where I was going there. You know? We gotta have some kind of phallic joke on this podcast, right? That was a, that was one of the mandates in the memo. No. I've never seen somebody's head change color like Chris's right now. I know. I broke you it. Him. I broke yeah. it. That's okay. We're looking for a new founder. Someone Look at how red. Look at how red he is. You know, it's also because he's Irish, but mainly <laughs> because white, I broke him. That's a white person. He's had a rough week. I've had an awful <laughs> week, and I feel fantastic. But... One thing I also feel fantastic about is this next story, which is Titanfall 3 is rumored to be in active development. So, according to a reputable Apex Legend data miners, Titanfall 3 is in active development behind the scene at Respawn. Now, Respawn is doing a bunch of shit right now. They have a sequel to Star Wars The Last Jedi. They're working on Apex Legends as well as the Medal of Honor VR above and beyond. So I don't know how they're going to be working this in there as well. Old man's taking a nap. Thank God he came over here for that. And <laughs> Can you check his pulse? Eh, he's probably alive or dead. <laughs> While no official word from EA or Respawn, they, Respawn has said that it didn't have any plans for Titanfall in the past. While Titanfall 2 was a big hit with uh, fans and critics, financially, it wasn't that big of a success. So, you played a little Titanfall, right? I still play. Okay. So, how do you see this working? They're working on Fallen Order 2. Because it was one of the biggest games when it came out. Of course you're going to do another one. You're working on the VR Medal of Honor, bringing that back from the dead. Now so you're also going to bring this sequel up from the speaking, dead that nobody really asked for? Speaking from personal experience on having multiple projects in at one time, it's doable. Yeah, but does that take away from the quality? That's no. the thing. Is what are you really focused on? Well, when gonna, you're one person doing everything, yes, it will take away from the quality. But when you have a, it's a pandemic. Company. They may only have four people in the office. It's just hey, four guys making the next four games, and, and, and that bonus check will look <laughs> mighty fine when they hit, hit a good. They only need one game to hit really good and be like, well, halfway hey, through the hey, game, hey. it changed over to stick figures, but the story was still solid. I'll give hey, it. I would, t- I would take <laughs> stick figure titans. Oh my god, stick figure titans! I think we have an indie game title. <laughs> <laughs> now, one title that you may be looking out for in the future is the next story because the original Metal Gear Solid is reportedly getting a PlayStation Five exclusive. Wait for it, remake Snake. Didn't they already do this once? On GameCube, twin the well, twin snakes. Yes, on but the, uh, the ledges where you couldn't in the original. This is going to be an HD remake. It's not a remastered. Now, remastered is just when you slap a new coat of paint on that. Remake is like what we got with the Final Fantasy VII. 
Correct. That was a remake. You remake Final Metal Gear Solid? Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't on PS five, next gen, <laughs> all the ray tracing, all of you can have literally you my, can my see one the cigarette smoke. Uh, they probably won't even fucking add that in there. No, they have to because it'll be that CBD is a, cigarettes. That is a tool to. <laughs> it'll be c- CBD cigarettes that'll kill you. You can use the you'll smoke just <coughs> in order to see the laser beams, so you know where to, which way to go. So that is a purple uh, purple. Actually, in California, they're going to have a mode to where a Snake just pulls out a fat blunt and he he starts smoking it so he can see where the lasers are. Anymore. He's going to be in a library. But then he just kind of gets distracted afterwards. These are the best bolts I've ever seen. <laughs> Come look at these bolts. Do you yeah. see them? Yeah. So the new claim... Well, he uh, will never be silenced in a library because he's always... He's talking like this. <laughs> I'm very quiet. I'm very quiet. Him and Christian Bale would have a very quiet conversation. Yes, Hello, I'm Batman. Yes, I know. I'm Solid Snake. Nice to meet you, Snake. I'm Batman. You said that before. Where's Raiden? <laughs> so, pretty much solid snake. There you go. YouTuber uh, YouTube channel Red Gaming Tech, a te- channel that typically specializes on gaming hardware. Uh, but according to their sources, the original Metal Gear Solid will be getting the full remake edition, and it'll be exclusively to the PlayStation Five. Oh yeah, and PC Master Race. Bitches, what up? So I gotta ask this question. Is Kojima going to be involved? Probably not. Because it's going to be sourced by Konami. I don't know, man. There was like a whole slew of stories saying there was bad blood there, and then there were stories saying that he's getting back with them and making a Silent Hill game, and it's just like, are Mommy and Daddy fighting, or are they fucking? I don't know. He has that, because, so here's the reason why I'm asking. He has the exclusivity with PS5 or Sony. So, and then Sony's allowing like Death Stranding to go out on PC and everything else. So with that, yeah. you know, with that relationship, does like Sony parlay him in and say we want, you know, MGS One to be remake with his vision or at least some input? I mean, at and least get of, him as a consultant, and that forces Konami's hand to kind of bridge that relationship. Yeah, but he also again. said he was just done with Metal Gear. Like, yeah, but he said he that did. he said that after the first one, and then he made two. He said that after Yeah, the but now he means it. He's got no, he Pizza Stranding. I mean, he Death Stranding. With it because he signed a contract that said he's done with it. Yeah, but <laughs> the sources also go on to say that Metal Gear Solid 2, we call that 3, litigation, sir. 2, 3, and 4 <laughs> will be getting yeah. the HD remastered treatment. Unknown if those will be PlayStation exclusives as well, they'll or if they're just going to go plaster that shit everywhere. Well, they'll probably have a timed exclusive. I mean, you would have to imagine that they would eventually... They're either going to keep it all PlayStation, or they're eventually going to let up the floodgates and let it everywhere. Well, they see the they see the success of Xbox with uh, 15 million subscribers. They also know they have to put more stuff on PC. 
They're release. They said they're actively going to release more stuff on PC. So even the PlayStation exclusives are going to be going the way that Xbox did, and they're going to be releasing it. And on they PC. can also bridge it through PlayStation now because you can yeah. do that through PC as well. So now PC is truly going to be Switzerland. Fair enough. Hey, in the Geneva Accords, I will be Switzerland. I don't care. Okay. We're not going to Geneva. Where we are going is the next story, which is new Spider-Man who dis. New details coming out on the Spider-Man PlayStation 5 Remastered. The developers share what players can expect from the next generation remastered edition of Spider-Man, including new visuals, features, and even... A new Peter Parker face. Scroll down. We got much more. Um, Insomniac creator Brian Intara uh, if, in, issued a statement regarding the decision to recast. Scroll down, uh, down past his statement. Play, play that video. Um, I watched this earlier today. Excellent. Hey, you just get to skip yeah, past that. Yeah. They're playing the same goddamn game advertisement anyway. But Brian and Nora issued a statement regarding good. their decision to recast the face model for Peter Parker, saying that they found a better facial match for actor uh, for like for actor Yuri Lowenthal, which is this Spider Man. Um, the old Spider Man, John Babonaki. He was nice, but, you know, they had to go with Yuri Lowenthal's face for the PlayStation 5 version. Uh, do you like it? Um, it looks um, like they kind of went to Tom Holland on there. Yes, I agree um, with that. And John, the original Spider-Man for PlayStation 4 version, he was actually younger than this guy they used for that. And this guy just has really good genes. He just looks young. And he does look like a kind of Tom Holland, but Nature is very you still see the improved, you know, graphics that you're getting here with the it, the ray tracing allows for reflections and ambient shadows to get a boost. Another thing that's getting a boost is the character models with the higher fidelity skin, eye, and teeth shaders. Uh, so we'll have to see how this remastered turns out. The Sp- Spider-Man PlayStation 5 version, they actually have... Uh, go small screen on this. They have another video lower down right here to where they're showing <coughs> Spider-Man at 60 frames per second after that ad. But that's another... in. You can go to the uh, Spider-Man picture while that ad is playing right below you. Um, that Spider-Man picture right there... You're getting full 4K, 60 frames per second. Spider-Man, faster loading times, because Spider-Man on PlayStation 4 had really, really long fucking loading times. Faster loading times, a seamless environment for you to go through as the wall-crawling web. And It looks great, but I've already beat this game like five times. But not in remastered 4K HDR. Yeah, yeah, I've already played this game. Yeah, but look at how good it looks. I don't, I don't, I've, I've already, <laughs> I've beat this game multiple. I don't, I'm not buying this shit again. But now you can replay it. No, in right, 4K no. HDR. I would like a new game now. What, you you don't want to play the same no, game you've not, already beaten multiple no, times. I'm not playing Skyrim again. 
I'm not buying it again. But it, I don't want to see it on a... Look at it. It looks brand new. It looks all brand it's new. It's not right. new. It's the same damn game. Okay. You run a hard bargain. What if we gave you three new suits? Well, what do they look like first? They haven't showed us what the suits looked like, but I promise I, I they're going to be great suits. They're going to be the best suits ever. Now Spider-Man loves these suits himself. That's why he wears them. Um, but I, I, I mean, look, man, it is the same game. But to be fair, they're also just giving it to you when you buy the half game Miles Morales. Because it's half the size of the other game that they're adding in for free. Which is the added value of a full game because they're giving you a game and a half. Half a game that you haven't played and the other game that you're absolutely sick of, but it just looks good. There's a scam in there. It's like having a hot model wife that you're just absolutely sick of. That's that Spider-Man game. She's now going to Pilates, so it's not that bad. You know what's not bad is the next story. (laughs) Well, I gotta tell you, it's not good either. Because Elder Scrolls fan gets a Skyrim playing on a keyboard. Please. Congress, please. Pass the law against this, could we please? Do we really need... Skyrim on everything? Yeah. It's not in the headphones when I walk in. I can't. I want it playing. The hell? On, I want it playing on the, the new Samsung yeah. you know, fridge that I'm going to have mm-hmm. a little screen on. You know, oh. The controllers are going to be. No. I open the door and it's like, hey, yeah. what do you need? While you're deciding <laughs> on what you want to eat, you can always just play Skyrim real quick. Like, you know what? Bashro no. uh, have it connected to my kitchen so if like I actually cook something I get experience in the game. They need to be adding more like voice activated like Skyrim commands for like the Alexa what do you for need? your house. Like if you have that like you know Bashro da and your lights turn on, you know, like something like that would be cool. But this Reddit user, of course it's a Reddit user, Mr. Murdoch, your equipment is broke. Somehow managed to uh get the game running using a keyboard as a screen rather than a controller using the series apex 7 tkl keyboard mr murdoch has taken the attached led screen and there is a video below there we go so he was able to get that screen to display skyrim in its most Basic form. And I mean, so, basic. So the like, same. It's like the birth control. Device. Yes, it, it was the same basic as the pregnancy bitch, test. Basic. Yeah. Same as the pregnancy test. Yeah. So according to Mr. Murdoch, the key to this effect is the program called Steel Series OLED Display Mirror, which works in tandem with the Steel Series Engine 3 app. The effect is accomplished by using the, uh, these programs to make the display mirror what the computer is currently running throughout, uh, through its monitor, given the illusion of running the game on a keyboard itself. So, it's all a fake! He lied! So it's not that impressive. No, no. He just got a new program that just made it play on the LED keyboard. So he was actually just playing Skyrim 
And in case you forgot what you were playing, it was playing right here on your keyboard. Like, all right, I'm playing Skyrim. That's right, I forgot. So that was a little bit less um, impressive. But one thing that I was really impressed with, and here, let me scroll in more on this one here, was I was impressed with our end segment last week, which was (laughs) Nerdcasting, the Justice League. And while Tom Cruise as Wonder Woman was good enough... Was not. <laughs> Hold on, let me find some women. Agree to disagree. I think we have the option of really making this a little bit better, okay? Um, we're right. going to nerdcast the Legion of Doom. Okay, so, your top. choices are up at the top Bizarro, Black Manta, Joker. Joker's not on the list, but him and Black Manta were both. Excommunicated oh. members of the Legion healed. of Doom, so we'll add them in there anyway, right? Then you have Brainiac, Captain Cold, Cheetah, Giganta, Gorilla Grodd, Lex Luthor, Riddler, Scarecrow, Sinestro, Solomon Grundy, and Toyman Discuss. Who do you want as your what were we going with? Unappropriately... Uh, inappropriate... Uh, oh, we're doing inappropriate casting? Yeah, inappropriate casting for Very, the Legion of Doom. Don't do good casting. We don't need... We don't need. I, w- I thought it was going to be like, you know... I thought we were doing... Well, I was just going to play off of what we did last week like to where it was just... You know, like Caitlyn Jenner Superman. Okay, so what Who I'm going to say... Caitlyn Jenner Superman's Lex Luthor be? My take on the Legion of Doom was actually like a geriatric version. Can that still count? Like the red of Legion of Doom? Oh my god, yes. The geriatric Legion of Doom? We need that. That would be hilarious. I want to see. So I I didn't cast Joker because y'all added him onto the list on the sly. But everybody else I kind of already had. Tommy Lee Jones. I'm sorry. I love Tommy Lee Jones as the Joker. He okay. I'll accept that. I'll accept that. So for Bizarro, but he has the face. That's what makes him a good Joker because he has two faces made up with a smile, and that's the Tommy Lee Jones Joker. Boom! See, fit it in, the, fit it in there. All right. So for Bizarro, I had Sylvester Stallone. For Black Manta, I had Donald Glover. Fuck, that's good. Sylvester Stallone is bizarre. Oh, God. Uh, Brainiac, I had um, Hugo Weaving. Yeah. For Captain Cold. um, Shoot, who did I have for Captain Cold? No, the Arrowverse. No, it was Machete. (laughs) Oh, God, yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I had absolute zero gun. I love that. Listen, I have to do these fast. I'm going to forget who I cast. (laughs) Cheetah is Eartha Kitt. Giganta is, um, oh my God, Red Sonja. Bridget Nelson. Brigitte. Okay. Brigitte 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 Nelson. Nelson. Yes. She would be a great Giganta. Uh, Gorilla God, voiced by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. Um, Lex Luthor, I still ship Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor, so I would recast him as that role now. 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 Yeah, now. 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 Yes. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Riddler, I had. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, um, 
Sylvester McCoy. Okay. Because he already has the umbrella with the question marks on it, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Scarecrow was um, Jeremy Pierce. Irons. Yes, yes. Sinestro was uh, Chow Yun Fat. Solomon Grundy was uh, Lou Ferrigno. I have an interesting Sinestro, and I think you know his name. The original person who played the master in Doctor Who. He's deceased. We can bring him back. We can bring him back with the with the yellow ring. The idea is geriatrics, not doesn't get much more geriatric than dead. Not necromancy, sir. Okay, well, you know, maybe Jeremy Irons for Sinestro. I mean, if we were going to do that, then I would take a Pertwee. Oh yeah! Give me a Pertwee. Put Pertwee as Scarecrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kill that shit. But that's my list. Solomon Grundy, I can see um, Batista. I can see Batista doing that. We're saying, oh, we're not doing my geriatric one then. Okay. Or the dude who played Tobias Wales on um, uh, Gotham, Black Lightning. Oh. I would have the Oh, okay. That guy could be a good solid. Yeah. Really good. He's wiry, though, so he'd probably make a good Riddler. Yeah. Or even a Toy Man, because when you think about, like, the the builds of the guys. I would have Solomon Grundy as Toy Man. I want the the, uh, brunette chick from Legion who was in the, uh, you know what I'm talking about, the one who was... uh, Legion with Paul Bettany? Oh, Legion, the TV show? FX, yes. Oh, Gene Smart? Who was in the uh, nut house with him and was turned out to be the evil voice in his head. That chick, I want her as Toy Man. Wait a minute, are we talking about the young girl? The girl, she was. No, not the the girl who was. uh, Just here. Okay. Okay, yeah, let's do that. He pulled up uh, Aubrey Plaza, yeah. Yeah, the girl that was there, the one that was on Parks and Rec. Yes, yes, yes. Aubrey Plaza, I want her as Toy Man. Just because I I can see her. For the non geriatric version, I ship it. As yeah, non geriatric, but like <laughs> having her as not Audrey Plaza as like Toy Man, somebody who's just like taking like little wooden trains and blowing people up with it. It just seems like an Audrey Plaza thing to do. Kevin Smith as Lex Luthor. Fuck, that's good. I yeah, win. He talks a lot, so that fits right in his wheelhouse. <laughs> I would do. Sit down, Superman. I'll tell you what you did. And that he just bores him with like a five-hour-long monologue podcast. And I Superman's like, "Look, here's the kryptonite. I'm putting it in my own head." Oh, you gotta find a place for Simon Pollock, too. No, no, for Jay. For, for Giganta, I like Brienne of Tarth. I like Jay as Captain Cold. Yeah! <laughs> Suck on Absolute Zero, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love Jay as Captain Cold. Snoogans. Um, I know it's animated, but for Giganta, I want the Snoo people from Futurama. <laughs> the Amazonians. No, Brienne of Tarth. I think she'd be great. She really would be a good Giganta. She would. Um, do the mountain for Solomon Grundy because of the, his body frame. Brainiac. Where, what do you think of with Brainiac here? I'm thinking Tom Elon Holland. Musk. Or Tom Holland. 
Elon Musk or Tom Holland? Which one for Brainiac? I kind of think Elon could Ooh. really, really sell it. He could have Neuralink on, and that would just like completely Kevin sell Bacon. people. Hang on. Kevin Bacon is Brainiac. No way. Uh, that would really good. That'd that be could good. Be funny. I think he could be funny. You know? And then, you know what? No, you have... Uh, you have... A really good Gorilla Grodd. Tom Segura as Brainiac. That would work. Yeah! Tom Segura as Brainiac would work, but no. Gorilla Grodd, you know who I'm thinking of? James Earl Jones. In my geriatric Legion of Doom, my Gorilla Grodd is James Earl Jones. Brainiac is Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, fuck! That is good! Neil deGrasse Tyson is Brainiac. Damn. All right, Cheetah. Who are you picking? Oh, you what about the latest science guy? Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I picked Neil, Gr- Neil deGrasse Tyson because he is a science guy as well. So, you know what? That's what made me think of Bill Nye. Only one of them I has, like, you know. Bill Nye, Bill Nye would be a, a good Riddler. I My name be Alec. I was going to say Cheetah. I was going to say Cheetah as Bill Nye. <laughs> Riddler Dave Chappelle. Oh. You gotta go with the king. Riddle me this, Batman! (laughs) (laughs) My god, yeah. No, Dave Chappelle is the Riddler. He'll be having the powder right there. Right above his lips. (laughs) It'd be in a question mark. (laughs) I love that. Um. So we we Black Manta. That's the one that really I think you have to have Tom Hardy in. So Jeff that way right. he lets Aquaman know that he messed with his plans for Dude. ruling the oceans, and Darth Bane <laughs> will rule alongside me. Rick Moranis. Yes. Oh, Rick Moranis <laughs> is a, a Black Manta would be fantastic. Sorry. Like wrong helmet. I love Rick Moranis as as Black Manta, but only if it's like in his uh, space balls. That's exactly what I was thinking of. It's just an oversized coffee when I'm watching radar. (laughs) (laughs) And he's got his like, hey guys, wait up! And he's swimming and his lasers go off out of nowhere. Like, what the fuck, man? Sorry! It went off out of nowhere! So since I we're already Rick like Moranis diving into Man. it, yeah, Black Man, that's great. Jeffrey Wright, who would you put him as? Like our our new Commissioner Gordon in the Batman movie, who would you put him as? <sighs> Jeffrey Wright. If I'm going to put him in a really great role, I'm going to put him as Gorilla Grodd because I think he could add in the intellectual uh, stimulation as well as the depth in voice that then, would be needed with that and that he would just have that smart but because that's really what I saw when he was going into like uh, with no, Westworld it's just he has that thought and with his just his char- his voice just booms so that is really a role for someone who just has a magnanimous voice you Who'd are you not pick? going with Steve Buscemi who, who would you pick for him? Steve Scarecrow. Buscemi. you got to put him somewhere. I think Scarecrow would or Sinestro? I, would I was going to say Steve. Scarecrow was the first thing that I thought of when yeah. you said it. Steve Scarecrow. Buscemi would kill a Scarecrow. Ari he would also do a so. good Riddler. Ari Shafir. Yeah. Yeah. 
Ari would def yeah, Ari would definitely kill the scarecrow. If we're going all right, we got a comedians, we got a geriatric, and we got an overall <laughs> weird just uh, Legion of Doom going here. We got multiple legions of, of the dooms. Um not but so doomed the legions. Not but we so do doomed have legions. a multiverse. Yes. The yeah. Legion of Doom multiverse is very vast and expensive. So we want you to go down below, Giggity, and <laughs> comment. Let us know who you would have in your Legion of Doom multiverse. And make sure you hit that like button, comment, subscribe, share it to your grandma. Let her know how great the podcast is. And contact us here at PJANDWH.com. Find us on all social media handles Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you have an idea for a podcast, reach us here. We will be able to facilitate and help you out. Absolutely. Our soap, our soapbox is your soapbox and that is exactly why we're here. We come together every week to go over the greatest and latest in nerdy news and geek culture. And you'll find us here every Thursday, every Saturday night. We're going to Let's Play With Your Projangers Giggity. And we go over Marvel's Avengers in this play run. We also meet together every Sunday night for the Lug Nuts podcast. We end off the podcast of the Triforce the same way every time with the thank yous. We want to thank out Moisel Robinson, Corey Vance, Marianne McKay-Moyer for liking and commenting on Let's Play With Your Projangers, Marvel's Avengers. We uh, want to thank Mark Gervais, Brandon Cassie, Dan McBride, Moisel Robinson, Comic Books, Show and Sell 2. And William Pace for liking and commenting on last week's Triforce podcast, Wed Redding, just for shiggles. <laughs> yeah, I had to go with that one. Wed Redding, just for shiggles. Those were both all you. That was I all know. you. And I'm I sent you a message afterwards saying, this is all sponsored by the old man, Christopher Bristow. So, this podcast is sponsored by... <laughs> Purge Hangers and Wall Hangers LLC, as well as the Game and DVD Exchange on 23 East State Street, Media PA. That's our sponsor, Sip. <laughs> you know, you're supposed to do them like three times during a podcast. You know that. Yeah, I hit it at least once. But that's why it's called a sponsor, Sip. Eventually, throughout the podcast, we'll get the sponsor, Sip. And we also want to thank all of you loyal listeners Sippity. and followers and podcasters and viewers for tuning in every week and sponsoring well, sponsoring us, keeping us going. And uh, we got some more great stuff going for you. Check out the YouTube. I'm doing a lot of stuff on the YouTube, the, the, the website, the, the Facebook. I'm doing a lot of stuff there. You know, I am. You know, he calls me the old man, but he's saying the... Really, I'm 700, so I'm older than him. I just look better. Um, but, <laughs> you know, I'm doing you a know, lot of stuff out there to help you guys out. And make sure that we got a lot of great content coming for you. And we're going to be doing some stuff, maybe getting a Patreon and doing other things to really drive home the wall janger experience. So... This is, of course, a long, drawn-out goodbye. I promise them every week. I am Matthew Mew, girl, the Batman. To my left is Christopher Bristow. Big, uh, Christopher Bristow. <laughs> In your old age, your memory is failing you. <laughs> Christopher Bristow, the old brother. Um, <laughs> In the Projanger box is one Katerina Thermoscara, wonderful woman, and the omnipotent presence that is all around us and sometimes popping in front of the camera, big brother Stephen Bucarell. And we love you. We miss you. We want to see you next week. And as always, boys and girls, game on, Wall Jangers! We'll see you then. Bye-bye!
Embiggin'! And the cake just gets bigger. Don't eat it, it's Kamala! Don't. Cannibalistic cake? Huh? Huh? No one? Okay, I'll keep that to myself. That's his last name. That's I the... thought that was the sound system. Doesn't get much more geriatric than dead! Not necromancy, sir! And Dolls Babe <laughs> will roll alongside me. Play on my tangers. That was a good segue. Our Island Kelly. It's outside time, motherfucker! That was a really great podcast. That, that was loud. You alright? Oh, no. I had to really lower the podcast volume down last week in that last end segment. Because it's really great. You have Link, like, really hype, man. Like, yeah, you're right. It's outside time. Yeah, motherfucker! And then he came right back in because it was raining. <laughs> and I just have this moment where I'm like, and this is the biggest upset of his entire day because uh, he came right back in and uh, it's raining outside. And then I just cut off the black. I'm like, fuck. Just made it seem so dramatic that his heart was broken. That it was outside time, but it was raining. And he's not a pussy and he doesn't like the rain. Yeah, my dog's the same way, but he's like, he's got like 93 pounds on your dog. My dog <laughs> looks literally like he's stepping in shit. If the grass is muddy, he's like, ugh, 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 I guess I can, guess I can go pee here. Like, oh, God. Poop too? Like, ugh. He looks so just so disturbed every time it's raining and it's like wet outside it's like i'm asking him to shit on the highway so oh, man god damn that was a great podcast it gets better and better every time it does it does every time so of course we want them to hit that subscribe button right there Woo. and right above my head well that's going to be the very best Purjangers wall hangers video for you and right above the old man's head blocking out wonderful woman is all of the triforce podcast in a playlist and as our main man connor says one punch, punch. punch. <laughs>